Welcome to Life from the Well. We're here to share our perspectives with stories from the service industry. I'm your bartender, Joey. And I'm your barback, Peter. I'll keep the ice full. Mic checks are fine, but having to go rubber baby bumper 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 bumper. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. You're a buggy bumper. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Life from the Well, where the drinks are cold and the stories are hot. Today's special is going to be ribs with an applewood smoked barbecue sauce and house-made mashed potatoes. Our special drink of the night, brought to you by our wonderful bartender, Joey, is called a Negroni. Joey, you want to tell us a little bit about that drink before we get started? What? What do you want me to say? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we're doing a Negroni. <laughs> I mean, do you want me, we're, gonna, we're waiting for the cocktail history and stuff till later. Okay, well, our drink of the night is, it, is a Negroni. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to know why? Yeah, why are we doing a Negroni tonight, Joey? All right, because I love Negronis, first and foremost. It is probably my favorite cocktail. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's a really fun one because it's super, uh, diverse, which means you can mix and match things with it and still make really delicious things and spread a whole new, um, series of cocktails just based off of this one, which is actually based off another cocktail, but I digress. Um, also we just had Negroni week in Seattle. Um, <clears throat> you know, a bunch of bartenders get together and make their best Negronis and Really? It's all kinds of fun, yeah. I, did, cool. I didn't participate, but it, it happened, so... Well, I didn't even know that, that We can was acknowledge it. I know uh, they, they make a... I don't know. They have fun out there. It's it's a, it's fun. I'm also heading to uh, Italy, though, in a couple months, and so... What? This is me gearing up for, uh, for this Italy. Is, Actually, probably this is this news airs. to all of us. We're going to yeah. have to put our show on hold for a little bit. Jeez. You know, I'll just take a bartender abroad, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take my little GoPro and send you... I'll be gone for like a week, so it's not that big of a deal. We're going to miss you, Joey. <clears throat> you won't even notice I'm gone. Wait, you're going to leave? I'll come back. Oh. I'm not going to just have stay to? in Italy. <laughs> I would like to. We're going to the nice part of Italy where it's all sunny and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of nice there, there's a There's a, a not sunny part of Italy? Like Mordor? Mm-hmm. Northern Italy, the, the, the weather is similar to Seattle. Oh. Yeah. Cool story. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, what do you know about Negronis? I know nothing. I, I only you only know, know how to mispronounce it, right? I only know how to mispronounce it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that here. Not here now. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. No, I don't know what you're talking about either. Cool. Uh, all right. So we'll get to that in a little while. Um, in the meantime, you know, we kind of we started on episode one with our with our intro stories, our uh, who we were. You know, you got to know Peter and Joey a little bit. Since then, we've had uh, some more guests in. You know, we've been having a really good time uh, doing our little interviews and getting to know our friends. And and uh... <laughs> oh, uh, what time is it, Joey? <laughs> it's not. It's not ready yet. You could ask him though. It's four nineteen. <laughs> That's my new favorite thing right now. <laughs> so that, that was Mickey Mouse letting Joey know that it's four nineteen. That it's almost time for four twenty. No, that's not what he said. He just said it was four nineteen. <laughs> it's four nineteen. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mickey. <laughs> So, really we got like you, you like you were saying. We we got to know a little bit about our Just our origin stories, <laughs> but now it's like it's four twenty. <laughs> 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 our den mother hates us right now. She she hates us right now. Know your limits, kids. It's very important. It is. It tastes like pepper. It's an important part of partying. It's uh, I think it's um, blood orange <laughs> flavored. Sorry. I don't know why I got pepper. Yeah, probably because you're eating chips that taste like pepper. <laughs> that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, so what started us? 
I actually I have I have some fun questions that we've written down for our guests that we wrote down for our guests like early on we've kind of deviated but we still have this list and so it's kind of fun to go through it with, with you and me right yeah and so absolutely we started out with kind of what got us here how we started into it um, you know and the next question um, on here is is like what kept you in it you know so <laughs> sorry um, you know what 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 is what is so uh, great about it that you keep coming back or that you've you're not even in it right now but i mean it's well, it, but it's always i mean that's the thing though is it's always available right that's part yeah. of the maybe yeah. that, that maybe that's why you like it peter tell me what what kept you here i mean what kept you in the service and all these years doing this stuff well it's just you know for me it's always been the energy mm-hmm. you know um i'm very much a people person i'm a social butterfly um i just I love hearing stories and I love telling stories and, and I mean, <laughs> we're doing a podcast where you and I get to talk yeah. and we don't really get interrupted by anybody yeah. except for each other. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, you know, the, that showmanship that I know you can relate to is one of the things that I love the most about this industry. Um, and I mean, I had to step away. I, I went to a restaurant I uh, I left a really nice restaurant that I'm I'm actually bummed that I left, but I left for you know multiple reasons. One, it was too far for me to to travel. You know, and Seattle has horrible traffic, yeah. and it was just it was taxing. Um, I didn't really care for the politics mm-hmm. at the time, and there were some people that were just a little too much for me to handle, and I'd had I'd had it up to you know here with them and I couldn't take anymore. Um, so the restaurant that I went to was definitely subpar at best compared mm-hmm. to the previous restaurant. And the, the pressures from the guests and the attitudes from the guests were, excuse me, were just a, a little too taxing on me at that place. Even though I was close to home, it was just, it just got to a point where emotionally I was, I was a wreck. You know, even even Kelly saw me when she'd come in with with Court, and mm. they'd sit at one of my tables. You were just giving too much of yourself. It yeah. was requiring too much of you. Yeah, em- emotionally. Yeah, you know. Emo- and- I mean, that's a big. That's that's what I meant. But yeah, that's yeah. like, that's a big thing. I think a lot of people don't. It's a big thing people don't see. I mean, you you see people that have worked hard physically, but like, man, when you when you worked hard emotionally, like it's it's so it's so it, it like it takes your will away for yeah. work like you don't even want to be there yeah. you know but that but you have to be there and so then you have to find like this like false happiness and all of yeah. it which takes away your genuine attitude no it, it's tough oh, it, it's just so emotion it was just so emotionally taxing mm-hmm. um that i like you know kelly was just like dude you are not okay right now mm-hmm. and um I, I got out of the industry. I had to. I just had to leave. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting a desk job uh, doing data entry. And I did that for three years. And after about a year and a half, I was pretty much done with that job. Because as fun as everybody is at that place, it was nobody had the level of energy that I do. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like it was taxing emotionally again on me. And there mm-hmm. was no... There was energy during like you know lunch break because we played ping pong or mm-hmm. or raced uh, slot cars, um, but overall the energy level was not where I needed it to be mm-hmm. for me. Bless you, thank you. And so, um, you know, recently my my wife was like, you know, you are you're depressed, you're distant and we are not doing very well emotionally because you are stuck in traffic because i mean i I live in everett and this place Mm -hmm. was all the way down in in um in georgetown so it's like i'm sitting in traffic for like three hours sometimes just to get home and then i have to go to bed at like nine o'clock at night and and it was there was just it was just a disaster so she's like hey go over to this store this liquor store and just apply. What's the worst that can happen? They'll say no. Mm. Well, I walk in there one Friday afternoon and I say, Hey, I'd like a job. And I hand my resume over to the manager and, and he looks it over. And he's like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I was like, I want to, I want to sell. 
I, I'm mm-hmm. good with people. I want to learn. I want to evolve. And he goes, well, can you come in on Monday? <laughs> I was like, yeah, good time. Yes, I, I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's totally what happened. So mm-hmm. I walk in. Um, two different ladies interviewed me, uh, two, two different managers. And um, the first one that interviewed me, she came back in after a little bit. And she goes, uh, well, we want to get you in as soon as possible. And I want you on my team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, well, what team is that? And she goes, Spirits. Yes. I was like, sweet, Yay. yeah, because <laughs> I, I love bourbon, mm-hmm. and I love tequila. And so I was like, yes, yes, please. Um, so, you know, a couple weeks go by, I start the job, and now I'm walking around, and I'm, I'm happy, I have more energy now, I've actually mm-hmm. lost 10 pounds, because I'm awesome. not sitting in front of a desk, and I just, you know, it's that, so I'm not in the industry directly like i used to be i'm not at a bar you know making drinks but i'm in a part of the industry i'm still talking to people yeah. i'm interacting with them and i may mm. not be making drinks but i'm helping them create drinks right. and so you're still finding that that social fulfillment where you get to like you get that you know you, you get to run up to people and be like hey and they're like hey yeah you know. yeah mm. yeah and i just you know sometimes it's like it's a little hard you know like most jobs it's like you get there first thing and you're just like, ugh, people. Yeah. But then, you know, 15, 20 minutes later, you're like, all right, let's get, the, let's get to this. Let's yeah. do it. I always, I mean, I feel like that's always like just getting into character essentially, right? Or getting mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. getting into state, you know, just putting yourself in like this, this mental state where you're, you know, you're this person right now. Yeah. That's like that, the bartender, you know, when I go to work a lot of times, you know, there's, I have a big duality in my personality. I think when I'm at home, I'm a lot more reserved and quiet than when I'm at work, you know, where it's yeah. extrovert outgoing, you know, kind yeah. of bouncing off the walls. Um, <laughs> and even my wife was like, yeah. my wife's like, yeah, you're calmer at home because you've expelled all the, expended all this energy mm-hmm. at work. So when I get home, I'm just like, hi honey. <laughs> I'm not like, hi honey. Well, it's, it's your, your social requirements of being fulfilled. Yeah. Right? It's time you're, you're uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. I mean, so for me, it's like the best part is the fact that I've lost 10 pounds and I've only been there a month. So, so, <laughs> so then one of the things, so I guess the main thing that's, that's kept you kind of in the service industry is, is just your interaction with people and the, the, the energy that you find that brings Yeah. or drains, just being able to find the proper, uh, like the, 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 the proper path of, of giving enough, but not giving too much. Yeah. Well, it's just like, yeah. Like I said, at my last job, as much as I loved all the people that I worked with, mm-hmm. um, it just the the job itself you couldn't you couldn't have all that energy. You couldn't do all that because everybody's so focused. They're hyper focused on what they were doing, and they needed yeah. to be. Otherwise, <laughs> they wouldn't get any business. Well, it wasn't a social job. No, either. no, it definitely I mean, wasn't. Like we we find, I mean, sales jobs, service industry, um, you know politicians and I mean there, there's podcasters the social jobs you know these are jobs where you know we, we have a strength I think as as you know there's a certain part of percentage of population that you know we gain you know we get energy out of interactions with other people you know yeah. it's something that brings us joy it's something that you know just just knowing that you, you know, for me a big part of it is just knowing that I had a positive influence on somebody's day yeah you know somebody leaves and, and I'm like oh I made that person smile that's fucking sweet you know, that's, that's, uh, you know, that makes me feel like I accomplished something good. Um, the, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a different, like you said, it's, it's, just a, it's, a it's kind of a, I don't know what we're trying to say here. It's like, um, it's a different requirement, I guess, of, of, of people that isn't always acknowledged. Yeah. But so it's just some of these things that kind of had to figure out on our own, right? That, that like you can make a job. You, if, if you're a silly kid that likes to talk and be the center of attention in the room, you know, there's a job out there for you. It's not, you know, it's not, don't just shut up and try to learn to do somebody else's job. Like you can actually cater to your own personality and do something that you really enjoy. Yeah. 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 I mean, you kind of hit on something about like, you know, good making it. I didn't feel like I was hitting on anything. Well, <laughs> You know something for me, because like you said, you know, there are moments where you you can make a difference in somebody's day or in their life, and it's like I had um, 
I had this, uh, this lady come in and she was just like kind of freaking out. I don't know what to do. I have to make these cocktails and I don't know how, I don't know what, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, well, what kind of a, of a group is this? What kind of an, of an evening is this? And, you know, we just started extrapolating from there and it's like, you know, what kind of an event who are the people? And we started brainstorming ideas for cocktails. Mm. And I think at the end of uh, of the whole thing, I think that we went, ended up doing um, uh, old fashions. And mm. you know, she it was she was so happy as she left. She was so excited because she came in kind of freaking out and panicked. Mm. And she left with this giant smile and being like, "Thank you so much, Peter. You're, you've been such a great help." Yeah, she walked away with a plan. You're yeah, like, yeah. And you know, then there's you didn't just sell her a bottle of booze. You like no. you like helped her like plan an event. Yeah, it I was mean, part of it. Right? And 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 as much as my job is to sell certain things, mm. I'm I'm I hate being pushy. I hate saying, "Oh no, do this, do this, yeah. buy this." I don't want to do that. Right. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna walk up to you and be like, "Hey, I've had this beer. This beer is delicious. Mm. If you like IPAs, you're gonna love this beer." Yeah. I'm not gonna walk up to you and be like, "Oh, this beer right here that I've never had in my life. This is the beer you need to have. This is the beer you need to buy." And I'm not gonna shove it in your face. I don't even know what it is. I just grabbed it. That's good. And yeah, and the <laughs> they kind of want us to do that with certain with certain products, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, well, that's a, that's like the that's just corporations yeah, trying to make money. It's like yeah. restaurants when they want. And you to I get stuff. it, but I don't like it you know it's like yeah. i mean it's it, it it's that's i see what you're saying because it I, I i definitely i mean i agree with you i feel like it takes kind of the it takes the um like the genuine aspect out of yeah. sales you know when you're, you're when you're selling someone something you want to especially when they're in like say they're in the restaurant right you're selling them an experience you know and so that doesn't always involve them spending the most money you know sometimes it's them getting in and out for cheap you yeah. know they're like they come in hey you know i, I got this you know I, you know this is all this is what i have to work with can you help me out and you yeah, know of course you know you're a, you're a customer you're paying you know i'm gonna do what it takes to make sure that you have a good experience here yeah so i, I i'm always i'm a bigger fan of of uh of selling experiences over over individual products too yeah. Like you know, if you're, pe- if, people are going to come back and keep buying whatever it is that we're selling if we give yeah. them good service. You know? But if your manager was like, hey, I have this great idea for this cocktail, and the cocktail ended up tasting like shit, mm. would you push it? Would you sell it? No, I'd tell them it tastes like shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. They don't do that, though. We usually come up with the cocktails at our bar. They're bartender-created. Sometimes the managers come up with them, and then, and then we taste them, and then we'll either tell them they're good or we'll doctor them until they're good. That's what we do. That's kind of, I mean, it's kind of my point. It's like, you wouldn't just like take a, an item that, you know, your management told you to push and sell if it was a terrible product. And I'm not saying that any of my management are, are giving me terrible products. It's just that I haven't tasted certain things yet. Mm-hmm. Or if there are certain things that, that we try to push that I think are terrible. I'm not going to sit there and be like, that's terrible. You don't want it. But I'm not going to push that. Right. If the one right next to it is actually better and it's not one of our products, I'm not going to say try this if they are if the guest is pointing at that and saying, should I get that? Mm. I'm, I'm not going to discourage them. Yeah. That's, all, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's, I don't know, it's frustrating because it's like encouraged... I don't know if it's just a different type of sales because there's always those salesmen too, right? That say that they can, you know, they sell ketchup popsicles to a lady in white gloves or whatever. Right? Yeah, and you're just like, I, that. That's just like you're just selling somebody a product they don't need, and I think it's disingenuous. So, I mean, but there, there's a certain level of knowledge you need to have to sell your products, which yeah. is important to be a good salesman, to be a good bartender, good server. Um, but, um. Once you lose the integrity of it and you just start going for that, the the monetary, you know, number at the end of the tunnel, it, I don't know. I just take, it takes, it takes your credibility away as a salesman. I think, yeah. you know, if, if I go to a restaurant and they start offering me the most expensive shit right away, it's like, I'm not going to listen to anything this guy has to say. <laughs> like he's just trying to fucking jack the tab up and get a big tip. Like, yeah. 
or, or whatever, because his boss told him, you know, that he'd get a gift card at the end of the night if he sold 50 fucking trout or something. You know? Push the trout, it's turning. Yes. <laughs> so exactly. So, whatever. I mean, there's people out there that want that kind of, you know, encouragement because they don't know what they want to eat tonight. They just want to go to the restaurant. They yeah. want the server to tell them what's good. Yeah. So, cool. But, I don't know. For me, I just... I, I mean, you, know, you, that, get, you, were, you were telling me one time that you had a guest that came in and, and like, she was in need of some, like, emotional support. And you just, you talked to her all night long. And now you guys are, like, good friends. Isn't she, oh, yeah. like, one of the ladies that lives, like, upstairs from the... Yeah, I think it'll be specific about it, but... but well, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, like, the, totally, man. There's, like, a, I mean, that's, like, the... That's just the bartender, really, customer relationship, too. I mean, we're a cheap therapist, you know? And yeah, so but... a lot of people come to see us... Because we're we're more affordable and more available, you know. You come sit, come sit and hang out with me in my bar, you know, any of the yeah. four nights a week that I work. You don't have to, you don't have to schedule. The but time. these are meaningful moments to you as well. Absolutely, I mean, this is this well, is yeah, one of the I things mean, that the, keeps bringing you I'm saying back. Like the, this is yeah. So you know, I'm just describing the therapist, yeah. you yeah. know, the therapy scenario. <laughs> but yeah, then then people come in and and the again, it's the bartenders that give a shit too, because there's always bartenders that don't care. But, you know, I, I, I really, I like to interact with people. I, I'm genuinely interested in people. I feel like the only way to grow as a human is to, like, learn how other people are living their lives, you know, because everybody's good at something. Yeah. Everybody's good at something, you know, and so there's always something you can learn. Everybody's got something to teach you. Um, and, and, you know, and sometimes people are hurting, and sometimes all you need to do is smile at them, and, and you know, it brings them out of their funk to a point where they can have a conversation. Yeah. Um, or a little eye contact every once in a while. Look up from your phones, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> or take the AirPods out when you order your food. <laughs> that was a good story. <laughs> what? Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, man. Like, the, it's a... Uh, I mean, it's you're just... You, know, you remove all the titles from it, and you're just... You're just a person that really... Um, enjoys interacting with other people and you're hanging out in a place where other people come to hang out with you because they know that you're going to treat them well. Yeah. You know, and I don't know, I think that's cool. You want to go where everybody knows your <laughs> name? Totally, you do. It's, just a, it's essentially just a friendly environment where you can let your guard down and relax. And, yeah. and, and ho I mean, hopefully you can find a bar like that because that's, you know, yeah. that's a, they're, 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 you know, they're just, you know, they can be a bunch of different things. Bars are very versatile. Yeah, but I mean, the, but heart, that's the, the heart of the bar is is the is the community like meeting meetup center. You know, that's where everybody went to hang out. Yeah, and outside of church, is that one of the reasons why you, why you, <laughs> the industry has kept you? What? Oh, why? <laughs> what's kept me there for sure, man? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the the people connection is, you know, I left myself for three years and I worked in construction. You know, I I did. I was uh, painting buildings in downtown Seattle, you know, inside, outside, all that, whatever. Um, and it was just, uh, it, it was, it was a drudge, man. I was like, it was fun for a little while because it was like physical work, and so I was like working out every day, you know, doing all this labor, and and but it was also smoking like a pack of cigarettes a day, so it, didn't, <laughs> it was like counter and counter, but counterproductive. And then you drink like a like a half, you know, a half rack of beer yeah. or a case of beer when you get off your shift every night because your body just aches from working all day. You know, it goes right, it goes around, but but none of that really mattered. It, it was the, the, my my biggest unfulfillment there was just that I wasn't allowed to talk. Like I get yelled, I get yelled at for talking. <laughs> like I need to, man. I, that's like part of my, you know, I have. What would to, they always say to you? It, Joey, shut up, or was there something? Yeah, specific I mean, that's that a very said. common thing I've heard in my life. Yeah, Joey, shut up. <laughs> Joey, shut up, go back to work. And I'd be working. I just like working while I talk because I just, uh, oh man, I talk. I'm the grandson of a Baptist preacher. You know, it's like, <laughs> it's in my blood. We just talk, man. We're talkers. So you're the son of a preacher man? Grandson. Of a preacher man? Mm -hmm. I'm the only boy who could ever reach her. <laughs> Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, wait, wait. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the the people interactions have. I mean, just the, the people in general have kept me in bars. I just, can't hear you. The people people in general have kept me in bars. Um, just just being able to 
you know, have those interactions. I, like, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about this on a couple episodes, but just, I mean, regu- it always comes back to like your regulars, you know, your regulars really are, uh, it's a tight knit group of friends that you've built at this restaurant, kind of, you know, that, that pay yeah. that pay to come see you kind of, you know, um, but they're all just like, they're just, they're, they're loyal, like friends that you, yeah. especially, you know, the bar I'm at now, I've been for four and a half years. And so it's the longest I've ever spent in a bar and I'm in a neighborhood, you know, downtown Seattle, but you know, I'm in, we're in Belltown. So there's like, you know, it's a little, there's a bunch of apartments and there's, there's enough people that live in that area that we have yeah. a good amount of regulars. Um, and yeah, I mean like the, those people just bright up my day, brighten my day whenever they walk in, you know, cause there's always just like a smiling face with somebody who's like, Hey, <laughs> you know, instead of just somebody who wants whatever it is that, you know, good, give me stuff. You know, <laughs> you're just like, I have somebody that's like I genuinely happy booze. to see you. It's nice. It's yeah. nice. You know, yeah. it's nice to know that, you know, you can bring smiles to faces with, you know, <clears throat> it's, good. it's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's the there's also the the counterpart to all those good people, all the bad people. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we have been pretty positive. You want to bitch a little bit? I, I kind of do. <laughs> um, I, 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 I all right. Have get ready for get ready. We'll see. We'll see how we'll see how much I can take. <laughs> we'll see how much negativity you can take. Yeah, it's not much to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was. I, I will say this kind of this guy kind of pissed me off, but he also kind of lit a fire under me. Mm-hmm. And this was like way back when. Um, uh, uh, this was also way back when when you and I were working together. This guy. Now you got to wait. Kelly, this is what happens when you leave us alone. <laughs> My ears are hot. <laughs> Your face looks hot. Yeah. And not in a good way. Oh, shut up. You love me. La, 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 la. I do. <laughs> God, we need to keep this in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no. <laughs> so this <laughs> this guy comes up to the bar and he starts drinking. He's talking about all the places that he's been. So he's he's kind of being a douche and he's just like doing oh. his Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. Yeah, pretty much. And he gets just, you know, keeps getting drunker and drunker. And it was, it was fine when we were working at the hotel because, you know, they weren't driving anywhere. They were stumbling to their room, which is fine. Um, But he's like, I was like 28, 29 years old or something like that. And I hadn't like, I've I've never, I had at that point, I'd never been outside of the country. Like I've been to Canada, but that doesn't really count. You know, it's outside the country. Yeah, but it's not off the continent. You know, I'd never even been to Hawaii at this point. And uh, so maybe it was like twenty six or seven. <clears throat> Have you been in an airplane? I've been in an airplane, but just continental. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, never. I to this day I've never even been to Alaska. But anyway, um, he's sitting there and he's just like giving me all sorts of crap. Like, yo, I can't believe that you need to get out. Da-da-da-da. You need to go do this. You need to go do that. And he was just being so pretentious and such an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I just hated him after that point. And he came in all the time. And I thought he was really cool at first, but then he just got way too drunk, and he was just—I was like, "This is the real you. I don't like it." I don't think it's—I don't think drunk is the real anyone. No, no, but he just like some of some of the stuff that like it's just the... he had been there four or five times, and at this point he'd like gotten comfortable with me, yeah, and I think he just down. got too comfortable with me, sure. and it was—I did not care for that. And it was just like he was being too aggressive. Like he knew me. Like we were old mm-hmm. pals, and he was the way he was talking to me. And I'm just like, I'm happy that you feel comfortable right now. He got broy with you, but yeah, you're not my bro. Mm-hmm. And it pissed me off the way he was talking to me and the way he was treating me. I felt like he was like talking down to me. Mm. Um, but it also lit a fire under me. For so because after that, um, I talked to one of my buddies, and I was like, hey. You know, we should go see more away games because he was my—he's my buddy that I go see football games with. And mm-hmm. I go to the Husky games with, mm-hmm. and so shout out, shout out to John. He's gonna have his first baby here today or tomorrow. Ooh, so yeah, I uh, can't wait to see my nephew. Yeah, um, but no. So like, <laughs> I talked to John, and John and I are like, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's plan this. So our first big trip um, was to go down to. Uh, Louisiana 
So we flew down to New Orleans and we rented a car. We drove up to Baton Rouge. We we watched LSU stomp the ever loving piss out of the Huskies. Yeah, hey, we we drew first blood. Mm-hmm. You know, we got a field goal, <laughs> and then they scored like four uninterrupted touchdowns. <laughs> Thoughts with Louisiana right now? So, like, oh yeah, because the hurricane down. just hit them. Hurricane Barry. Like, yeah, just found it's in my father-in-law's name. Barry. <laughs> Have you watched that HBO show, Barry? Yeah, it's really it's a good. good show. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, I love Bill um, Hader, man. That guy's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Bill Hader. Bill a Hader. 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 Not Heater. That's John Heater. That's Napoleon Dynamite. Bill Hader. I am so happy that he's in it too. Chapter two. Oh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite? No. Do you revive the character for it? Bill. <laughs> Bill, yes. <laughs> He's, he, plays, he plays Pennywise. And then, oh, <laughs> guys, <laughs> just let me eat your soul. <laughs> <laughs> no, so like we started going on these on these big trips. So we went to, um, we went to Baton Rouge uh, and I got to spend some time down in um, New Orleans and so that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been to Hawaii. Uh, we went to Chicago. Mm-hmm. That was a blast. Went mm-hmm. to Soldier Field. That was so much fun. What was the best food you ate in Chicago? Um. Oh damn! It's like, a food town, man. They got, it is like, totally food town. Yeah. Okay. So like the two the two food items that stick out the most in my memory. Uh, one, we went to this like really really fine dining steakhouse, uh-huh. and uh, I bought this. I don't remember what kind of steak it was for the life of me. Damn it. But it was probably the best steak I've ever had. Like nice. it practically melted in my mouth. Chicago steak. Yes. Um, and the whole experience of that restaurant was awesome. Sure. The the waiter, like the 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 waiter was just epic. Like he was spot on with everything. He mm-hmm. was so much fun. He was charismatic. You sure. know, it was just you know Good everything. Yeah. yeah, it was it was everything that the, the it was one of those like you walk dear. away from that dinner and you're like that guy that guy was a pro. Like, yeah, I, oh, I totally. tell Brooklyn all the time. I was like, that's a really good server. This guy's a pro. Yeah. yeah, So I wish I remembered the guy's name. I wish I remembered the the restaurant because I would totally Mm -hmm. shout out to that place. Anyway, um, and then the hot dog, the street dog. (laughs) Nice. Like, and and I totally got, I I had, I I had, being the eternal antagonist that I am, excuse me, the eternal antagonist. Seattle dog. No, I said, (laughs) can I get ketchup? Oh, you did. And I didn't actually get ketchup. (laughs) I didn't want ketchup. But they had a sign that says, if you ask for ketchup, you will be ridiculed or some shit like sure. that. And so I'm like, you're like way bigger. Now they're going to ketchup. I just look at them and I was like, can I get some ketchup? And they're like, where are you from? I was like, from Seattle. They're like, you pussy, you piece of shit. They were just going off on me. And I was like, thanks, guys. And they're like, hey, no problem, man. <laughs> That's funny. Totally, now that I think about it, it totally reminds me of you. Like, mm-hmm. you would totally get into that character. You know, and I'm going to make like, fun of you today. I'll make fun of you. <laughs> No problem, dude. But like, no, it had like those. Uh, what are those? Uh, those peppers that they have on their on their hot dogs? Jalapenos? No, no, not jalapenos. Like poblanos or something like that. Chicago, they put poblanos. I don't, I don't know. They, anyway, don't these like true. these like little green peppers that they had on there. Peppercinis? No, not peppercinis. Hmm. I don't know. We we can look it up later. Um, no, they had these little peppers on there. You know, the onions and sauerkraut or whatever. I mean, it, everything that they had on there was just fan freaking tastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, and and uh, it's not something that I would ever do myself. Mm-hmm. But since I was in Chicago, like everything that I had was like, I want to have a Chicago authentic food. Did as you possible. get any of the the deep dish pie there? Oh hell yeah, we did. Yeah, that's like they're, oh, what they're known God. for. Oh my God! I mean. I, I could probably, you know, do a deep dive on my uh, Facebook and find the pictures of when <laughs> we went there. But, I mean, it, it would you see those pictures where they take a slice and they mm-hmm. lift it up and the cheese and sauce is just yeah. ooing down. And it's like it's still connected and it's like four feet above the actual pie. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was great. It was absolutely awesome. fantastic. So, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so, even though I had like a bad experience with that guy. That's like, that's like pizza cake. <laughs> Oh yeah, deep dish. It's yeah. Not pizza pie. It's pizza cake. Pizza cake. Yeah, cause it's like uh, it's so the good. frosting is the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so good. But no, it was just you know it, it was just these experiences. Like the guy kind of irked me and and put me off. But okay, he, the guy from the bar. But then Man. he got me thinking, and he got me you know he lit a fire up under my under my ass, and and he's like you know basically he's like dude. Before you die, you need to go do stuff. And he see was stuff. kind of a dick the way he said it, but what he said was 
really Go, good. Well, no, it was really good. It, it was yeah, good it was good advice. Information, yeah. good advice. Yeah. And so since then, you, you know, I've, watch I've your gone, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gotta, you know. Since then, I've been to several different cities, mm-hmm. uh, major cities. I went to San Francisco. Uh, like my wife and I, before we got married, like one of our first. It was actually our first major my trip. Wife. My wife. Uh, we went to San Francisco, and that was a huge test of our, <laughs> of our relationship. Yeah. Um, but I went to San Francisco, and we we saw the um, uh, the Chicago Bears. No. <laughs> 49ers? No, we didn't see the 49ers. We saw the Huskies play um, Cal Bear. Oh. Uh, we saw, and we got to see, um, um, what's his name? Former Seahawk, now plays for the Raiders. Bruce Irving? Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. So Marshawn is an alumni of Cal. Yeah. And so he... Yeah, he played with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So he was there, the game that we went to go see, and I actually have like a bobblehead of him um, on the the go-kart. Yeah. I have a a bobblehead of him on the go-kart that he rode around in. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. That. yeah, and so it was just really cool. And you, know, was, you were at the game where he was riding the go kart around the, on the field. Well, I mean, there, the, the original game that he did that was actually like his senior game, like his one of his last games. Right, but then he did it like. But then he did a couple it years as ago. he did he did it as a um, like when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, he got into one of those go karts <laughs> and he was like driving around. And he was like almost running over everybody yeah, and like yeah. the media people and everybody's having a great time. I think he got like fined like ten thousand dollars yeah, or something for they doing took that. So much of his money that year, it's yeah. fucking ridiculous, dude. The NFL's like, whatever. Yeah, I still, even <laughs> though he's kind of a dick or no, can be not. kind of a dick, no, I I, I respect everything. Like one of the nicest. I, people. I still respect everything that he did. Like you know, even though he sat there and he's just like, I have nothing to say at this time. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one thing he did actually say. He was like, look. I have things that I do that help communities. Yeah. And when I invite you guys, or when I invite y'all, you never come. So mm-hmm. yeah. I have nothing to say at this time. Right. I was like, mic drop right there. And then a couple of them came out finally. But but like that was because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah. But anyway, back back to my point. You know, I've, <laughs> I, I I finally went out and I started doing stuff and I started going places. I mean, I've been to Seoul, South Korea, and that was probably one of the, my favorite trips I've ever been on. Oh my god. Oh sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, so start with Seoul, South Korea again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, talking yeah, to it's yeah. Auto- it's automatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of chips like right in front of me when I'm high. So we went. We went to. I went to Seoul, South Korea, to to see one of my best friends that I grew, basically grew up with mm-hmm. uh, get married, and that was probably one of my favorite trips I've ever been on. You know, yeah. and I was only over there for like four or five days, but mm-hmm. it was just like insane. It was so much fun. There was one day I I literally woke up, put water and food in a backpack, and I left my hotel. Mm-hmm. I had no idea where I was going. I mean, Seoul is huge. Mm -hmm. Every time I think of Seoul, I think of um, Judge Dredd, Mm -hmm. where, you know, it's like the city is like over 100 miles wide and like 200 miles long or whatever. It's just like mega city and Mm -hmm. these mega blocks and yada, yada, yada. That's that's all I could think of when when I was flying into Seoul. Like I look out the window and there's like, it's just mile after mile of city. And, you know, when I saw the city, when I looked down and I see Seoul, mm-hmm. the pilot still hadn't said we're starting our descent. Yeah. And yeah, so we're flying for stuff. like, <laughs> yeah, we're flying for like another 20, 30 minutes. And he goes, and we're starting our descent now. And I'm like, Whoa, what? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So even though I had a bad experience with the guy, it ended up being overall for my life, a good experience. So you were able to turn a negative into a positive. Yeah. Thanks, Peter. What about you, Joey? Have you ever had a guest really be influential? Aside from your wife, know. of course. <clears throat> um, yeah, I've, I mean, I've had a lot of customers that, that have been... Inf- I mean, it's funny when you said that earlier, one of the first ones I thought of was, was probably one of my first regulars um, when I was working at a bar out by the shipyard. Um, so at like 5 o'clock every day, I would have... Like it was anywhere from three to three to twelve guys that would come and sit at the bar, um, 
and they all had their drink that they drank. You know, it was like it's like this is just all well liquor for the most part. But it was like vodka and Sprite, rum and Coke, you know, whiskey and soda. But they all had like their specific drink that they had drank every. You know, they would drink six to six of them a sitting. You know, and they would just have the when it got low, you'd go fill it up. And uh, <clears throat> and yeah, this guy. Uh, he was, he was probably the guy, the, one of the people that taught me. Because it's funny, when you learn to be a bartender, you learn almost as much from your customers as you do from the people that are mm-hmm. paid to train you. Because your customers, you know, are telling you what they want. You know, so that's, yeah. they're ultimately, they're, honestly, they're the ones that are paying you more yeah. than the people who are paying you to be in the building. You're making more money off the customers anyway. Yeah. So they're the ones you want to make happy because they're the ones who are paying you. Yeah. <laughs> bottom line <laughs> and, uh, so you find out what they want you know and, and you do that you know and you use you you find a way to make that happen yeah. you know because the people coming in the door are the ones who are going to decide you know yeah. how much money you got um and so these were the guys that kind of taught me that lesson even uh, um there's the group of them they all had their specific drinks and if you didn't remember their drinks like they would give you shit <laughs> If you, if you had to be like, was that a, you know, like after the, after my like second day, they didn't, they didn't give me any slack. You know, it was, yeah, they gave you, they gave you a break for your first couple of days, but then they were day, first like, day. Yeah. First day, which was, that was one of those ones where I started at the bar and they gave me keys and they're like, here you go. Lock up at two. You know. <laughs> I was like, what? I don't, have it. I don't know how to bartend. They're like, well, there's a Rolodex there full of drinks. Um, lock up at two. <laughs> Peace. And the guy left. Bye. So, yeah. And so the regulars were the guys that were there because I didn't, you know, nobody else was there. There wasn't a train a trainer there to tell me what to do. So yeah, they they taught me uh, what they didn't like about bartenders. Basically, is what they would complain about their uh, their old bartenders and be like, "Well, she can never remember our drinks, and he can he would always do this, and this bartender was impressive because they did that." And I was like, "Okay, well, that's that's kind of how I started." tweaking like what i did because because of these cranky old <laughs> fucking salty, cranky, shipyard salty guys. old man yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean there was there was good lessons in it you know remember your regulars drinks you know um you know be able to multitask you know focus on focus on them you know don't get lost in yourself in your own world you know that yeah. um you know you're 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 there as a you know as a as a paid drink maker you know so do that make drinks don't bitch about it you know that kind of stuff from the well. <laughs> Doesn't work as well with the bottle. Yeah. <clears throat> Yar. Yeah, I mean that 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 crowd like still lingers in the back of my mind. Like those guys, probably mostly dead now. They're, I mean, it's been it like twenty years ago. Feels God like, rest their souls. No, that's mean. They're probably fine. They're probably just all old, really old and retired and stuff. They they were like all on the verge of retirement back then. Yeah. So they're probably not dead. That's. Yeah. Hopefully They're not. probably living their best lives, drinking vodka sprites in the same bar that they've been drinking for the last thirty years. <clears throat> but it got to the point like you'd see the guys, you'd see the guy's car pull up, and you'd start lot, making the drink. You put the drink and you'd put it at the seat where he sat. Yeah, yeah, because they yeah. all had their own seats, <laughs> and those guys would all buy rounds for each other. And so, like a lot of them, they wouldn't like if someone bought a round, they wouldn't chug it and get another round. They'd be like, okay, you know, just put it on my tab. And so then they all had, I had this little envelope with all their names on it and they all had check marks and that's how many free drinks they had based on how many rounds people had bought them. And then if they were, uh, <laughs> if they still had drinks before they left, like they would just, I would just write, uh, write it on a note and put it in the envelope. Cause we had like little cards for all the guys, basically or little coasters with their name and how many free drinks they had. Um, <laughs> so they'd come in and be like that's really they'd cool. get like three drinks and they'd be like hey that's 15 bucks you guys are like ah oh, check again look in your envelope <laughs> like oh you got like five drinks <laughs> okay I'll just trash them all <laughs> yeah check uh, again there sport yeah I don't think they do that much in many places anymore it's probably a small town bar kind of stuff but I really that's, enjoy- yeah that's totally that was, small uh, town mentality yeah, it was pretty fun <laughs> like you couldn't do that at like you know we did it out in Silverdale, so that's small town enough, I guess. Yeah, back in the day, I don't think it's. No, they fancy. They fancy now. Are they? Are they, big, aren't they bigger now? I haven't been out there in a long time. <clears throat> I don't know. Um, let's do the cocktail. I was about to say. Speaking of of drinks, um, it's. I think it's time for us to make a drink. Nice segue. And by us, segue, I mean segue. 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 Mm. 
Why don't we get on this Negroni? <laughs> cocktail time. It's cocktail. Oh, man. Oh, man. Cocktails. So. Woo. <laughs> now I want to listen to the DuckTales theme song. Don't. Don't, don't put your phone up. Put your phone down. We're doing good, Peter. Put your fucking phone down, Peter. No. Can I do this, or are you going to do the fucking uh, DuckTales? Okay, cool. Hey, sassy pants. Welcome to the party. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> DuckTales. Trademark. I don't know. I don't know how long i got to wait for it. Is it loading? No, I mean you. Oh. Yeah, are you loading? Buffering. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Cocktail time. <laughs> uh, so we're doing the the, his, the history. Three. I got and I got to keep my energy up in this year. Right? So yeah. I gotta be like energy the whole Woo. time, the whole time. Go Joey, go Joey. Um, all right. So we said earlier we're doing the Negroni today. Um, the Negroni is, uh, like I said, one of my favorite cocktails. It's a uh, it's an old one. It's it's a classic one. It's uh, it's a simple one. So those are all fun things about it. Cool. Um, dates back to 1919, I think, is their origin year for this drink. Um, at the time, there was a the, the the popular drink of the day was the americano, and that's a uh, it's a it's a we can do that at a different time, but it's it's a, it's essentially it's a, a Campari sweet vermouth and this mixture and soda water, just kind of a just like a bubbly aperitif cocktail kind of thing. Um, it's a little bitter, but not too bad. That sounds um, terrible. It's pretty delicious, actually. It's it's just kind of like an, I don't know, it's refreshing. Um, you could do like orange, orange peel in it, orange juice, whatever, um, for like a little zest. Uh, that was Count, so this Count Camilo, Camilo Negroni uh, is the guy's name. <laughs> His favorite cocktail was the Americano. Uh, but it wasn't strong enough because you're mixing these two, you know, um, uh, aperitifs, whatever, the cures of, of vermouth and, and, a, and the Campari. It was like a bitter digestivo. Um, <laughs> so the count sits down with his bartender and he's like, hey, you know, I want to make my drink stronger. What can we do? And so the bartender, his name was Forsco Scarcelli. Um, he, uh, he pulled the soda water out and added gin in its place. And so then we have an equal part uh, gin, Campari, sweet vermouth cocktail um, with a little orange. So it still had, it like, retained, like, kind of that, the sweetness from the vermouth, the bitterness from the Campari. And then you get, like, um, a little punch from the gin. It's pretty delicious. It and is- like I said earlier, um, it's super fun because it's branched off into, you know, this whole other category of cocktails now made with Campari and sweet vermouth. You know, the Boulevardier made with bourbon. Um, like the old pal, I think is the one made with scotch. Um, tequila is a Rosita. Um, you know, there's, there's just a whole bunch of, it's like, you know, the Moscow mule, the Kentucky mule, everybody's got to, you know, try, try every cocktail yeah. with every kind of spirit. Yeah. Um, but it just, you know, it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's refreshing and delicious. And like I said, one of my favorite drinks right now. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. Why don't you show us how to do it? All right. It's cocktail time with Joey. Yeah. Want to watch Joey make the cocktail? Find all of our videos on our website at lifefromthewell.com or go to YouTube and subscribe to our channel, Life From The Well. I just I love the um, the Family Guy episode where they they mock the scene where um, Scrooge McDuck jumps into no stop I'm done with you jumps into his his vault full of gold you know because he jumps yeah. in and he like dives in like it's like it's a liquid yeah. and then spits it out but then Peter does it. And it's like... He's like, it's not a liquid. It's a great many solids <laughs> composed together to make one giant solid. Oh, my legs are broken. How's <laughs> a drink? 
We don't need to hear it. How's the drink? <laughs> um, I'm not a fan of Campari, and mm-hmm. I'm not really a fan of gin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care for this. <laughs> However, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I can see why people like it. I sure. can appreciate that. That's why I only made you one. You still have to drink it. <sighs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I was, hmm. Try that one. Like I said, you could try it like the they taste different, like depending on how you uh prepare them too. It tastes a little bit different that way. Try Kelly's. So mine was the shaken one. Mm-hmm. Joey's is the one over ice. Uh Kelly's is the stirred one. Surprisingly I like Kelly's the best. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no. Uh, like Jesus Christ. Well, there you go. I That's didn't say a... I like it. I just said I like yours the best. <laughs> mm. Yeah, what do you think of the differences there? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, um, it just almost tasted sweeter. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It, which is weird because they all three of them have the same same components. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's probably why people don't want to shake it because it beats the hell out of the drink. It does, yeah. It I mean, does, it beats up the gin. The gin's bruised. The one that's been shook, shaken, shooken, is all cloudy. The one that's been stirred is is very well, trans translucent, I guess. I like. Oh, the rocks is just there on the rocks. It's yeah, just all this I like the over. look of the shaken one. I like that cloudy look. Mm-hmm. What? Um, why? It's just, this is more aesthetically pleasing to you. It is. To me, it's just it, that looks cleaner to me, though. It does. Yeah. The the uh the one the that was stirred, the stirred does look cleaner. Um but honestly I think a lot of times so I won't even ever make whenever I make it I'll either I'll either stir it or I'll uh put it on the rocks. Yeah. And and most of the time I'll ask somebody too. It's like if somebody was in a granny the also do you want that on the rocks? Or up or neat. Yeah. Uh, however you want it or usually up. Um uh, don't <laughs> <clears throat> don't tell me not to burp <laughs> you're not my so, mother <laughs> so uh i think the next step for me with you in trying to find you a drink that you like with similar components would be to remove the gin and replace it with bourbon so I think, yeah i think that would probably be so make you a boulevardier next time do you want to try that right now no i don't I want you to drink your fucking drink peter no no he's all right He's a big boy. You can finish. I'm trying his, to get out of you drinking can finish this. Joey's cup. like, nope, you're drinking it. <laughs> so, uh, hey, I'm happy, you guys. This is a good drink. It's, I, it I is can't a drink good all drink. of them. I have to drive home later. You know? I got to drive home too. Yeah, I know. You have your drink, and I have my drink. If I have my drink and your drink, oh, then I enough. probably have too many. Fair enough. No, Let's it's see. it's it's not bad. No, I it's it's not a bad drink. And like I said, uh, I can I can see why people like this and mm-hmm. i can appreciate that mm-hmm. um however i would never pay for this sure you didn't I, so no that's what i'm saying i would never buy this drink in a, at a restaurant or a bar i mean i i don't even want campari in my house <laughs> that's so well fair enough i mean just a matter of uh appreciating that part of the palate yeah I tend to I tend to lean towards bitter things a lot of times too. I I found like a new appreciation in like bitterness in my in my. Uh, so why you keep me in your life? Recent I'm so years. Bitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean there's just uh, it's the same with um like with Fernet like when we did that Fernet cocktail yeah. uh, the, the Toronto that, that turned out really good though. Yeah, I mean with that one you're using well it was roughly about the same amount. Um, it was just there were it, different it, components though. It was uh, yeah, I mean it was with whiskey instead yeah. of gin. Yeah. And, and you like don't whiskey. like gin, so No, I don't. <laughs> no, sorry, I don't. <laughs> I should have just made you a one. Made you a Boulevardier. <laughs> no, 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 no. I No, it's funny because I was talking You made the about, drink for me and I appreciate that mm-hmm. and I will drink it. It's all right, I'll cater to your to your uh your sensitive palate. Yes. You should <laughs> cater to my sensitive palate. <laughs> no, you gotta drink all the weird stuff we drink. That's the that's part no, of the no, fun. I know. That's why I'm drinking the drink. You're talking about it, and I'm not drinking it very much. So it's it's a different. Campari's an aggressive bitter. Yeah. There's also, I mean, there's a solution with there's a solution to this that if you appreciate bitter, but it's too bitter, the company that makes Campari bought out a, another company years ago called Aperol. Uh, it's very it's similar in 
excuse me, it's a little bit lighter than the Campari and, and it's red color, but it's still, you know, really, um, it's, it's, it's similar along the lines. It's just not as aggressively bitter. Side um, story. What? At my store, some dude wanted Aperol and I took him to the Aperol and he's like, that's not what I want. And I'm like, but it's Aperol. But that's what it says. <laughs> and he's like, that's not, the, that, that's, that's not what I want. No, Peter. But, but it's, it's a cool story. It says Aperol. Um, <laughs> cool flex there joey yeah anyway continue your story no <laughs> <laughs> what did he want Can we go get the no 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 it's fine he wanted aperol but he was just like but he didn't want it the one the bottle like the two kinds of aperol that we have at the store or whatever it was not what he wanted and it's just like dude there's nothing else here hmm. <laughs> like this is it there's it's not any he he was adamant that it was somewhere else in the store and i'm like there's nowhere else that aperol is, is so you took him to aperol yeah and he wanted something other than aperol yeah it, that wasn't what he what he had in mind did he end up with anything or did you just leave i think he ended up like i ended up walking away i was like uh-huh. well i'll swing by in a few minutes and check up on you uh-huh. um and we'll see what we can do from there. And then I swung by like a couple minutes later and I saw him walking down the aisle and he had a bottle of Aperol in his hand. Yeah. I think he had gotten on the phone and like talked yeah. to his wife or something. And, and she's like, yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry. I totally interrupted you, Joey. You were saying that the, the company that bought out Campari makes Aperol and no Campari bought, oh, out, Campari Aperol. bought out Aperol. Sorry. sorry. There used to be like two competing companies and then um, Campari just ended up buying them. So now it's produced and distributed by the yeah. same. I think I well, and, these are all distribution things that don't really matter. Yeah. And it's not that I don't <laughs> like bitter things. I mean, I love IPAs and IPAs like can me. be really bitter. And I love you. I'm not and, that bitter, and, I'm pretty well, sweet. You think you are. <laughs> uh, but this is, like you said a minute ago, this is an aggressive bitter. And to me, this is like... it. I don't know. It has like, God, I don't know. There's there's something about it that's like it, it's almost like tannins. Hmm. Like it, it's it's drying out my palate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Campari like dries your mouth out. Yeah, it's, and it's I fun. don't I don't like <laughs> like the, the, that's why they would add soda water to it a lot of times. The taste in my mouth, like the after the aftertaste of Campari, and the fact like I I like tannins in my wine in my red wines. I like mm-hmm. that like peppery tannin profile mm. but this is like i don't know i it, it, not that i've ever done this before but it, the only thing i can think of is like chewing on bark mm-hmm. I, I don't know hmm. it's like a woody texture taste yeah there's like um well, i don't know it me with a bunch of shit <laughs> bitterness from the like the it's like bite, just think like biting into an orange peel yeah, but there's lots of, there's lots of um, like herbaceous flavors in there too. Like I think Campari is very herbal. Hmm. You know, interesting. Like you can kind of smell that when you smell the Campari. It's just it's it has a bitter herbal smell, like almost a medicinal smell. Hmm. From somebody who doesn't like Campari. No, but no, it's just interesting to hear the the description from yeah. Herbal, bitter, just medicinal. Medicinal. You should just have like an Aperol spritz. Or we should just make you one with Aperol. Because Aperol, like I said, is much less bitter. And so, I mean, it still has a bitterness to it, but it's just softer. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, if you didn't like that, before you start, like, you know, messing with all the with all the numbers too much, we'd probably just put it in a softer ingredient so it's not as, uh, so you don't have to doctor it. You know? Well, that's why you're the bartender. Hmm. That's why, I, that's why whenever I have questions about cocktails and, and I want to do silly mm-hmm. little experiments, yeah. what, what's the first thing I always do? You always text me, Joey, how do I make it all fast? <laughs> <laughs> you actually text, you text me and Kelly. <laughs> well, I text the group. Yeah. But yeah, no, I point being is I always text you first because you're my bartender. You're my go-to. Yeah. I really wish that, that like you would get back to me instantaneously because sometimes I'm literally sitting there or standing mm-hmm. there with a guest in the aisle. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, 
I don't get back to anybody instantaneously. No, I, I know. A lot of times, th- that's another. That's another. Uh, <laughs> Except for Kelly. That's well, and that's, his wife. <laughs> that depends on. It depends on when you text me too. I mean, just depends no, yeah. on the time of day. That's, you might be at another, work. You might be asleep. You might be in the middle of one of your classes. If you text a bartender and you're trying to get a hold of a bartender or a server, you know, there's a lot of times where they're not going to be available for six or seven hours because their phone's locked in a drawer or in their locker or in their purse or, you know, it's in their back pocket, but they just don't have time to get to it. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, on my soapbox. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I mean, and then it just kind of removes the priority of your phone kind of a thing in your brain. And so in the rest of your life, you never really think about, how urgent? I mean, I don't know. It's just other people's yeah. urgency, I guess. No, and then that's a good point. It's like, you know, if you have a friend that's in the service industry, and if I have my phone on me and you text, text me them. and it's in my hand, I'll respond to you right away. Yeah, but <laughs> there's a good chance that it's not in my hand. But if your friend's in the service industry and he or she is working, mm. you're probably not going to get a text back, especially if it's during a, a busy shift or 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 meal time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get a text back for at least three hours. Correct. So. Yep. So suck it, Pete. Um. What? Because you were complaining that I didn't text you back right away. No, I said I wish that you would. <laughs> I wasn't complaining. I All understand right. I why. Heard it, I heard it wrong. I'm sorry. You, every woman in my life hears me wrong. Huh. <laughs> oh, no. I've only been at my current job for a month and a half now. And after a couple of weeks of being there, the management was... They were like, hey, can you help facilitate uh, a beer class? And I was like, heck yeah, I love beer. Um, And it ended up being Pelican Brewing from uh, Oregon. Mm -hmm. We had a representative from uh, Pelican Brewing come up, and he came in. His name is Mike, awesome guy. Uh, He did this whole, you know, class basically. And, you know, we were – our numbers weren't too too high because not a lot of people really in – near my location, near my store, really appreciate beer. They, they, when they have, uh, when we have like wine classes, excuse me, they get pretty full because there's more people in our area that appreciate wine and want to know about wine. Not as many either know that we do the classes on beers Mm. or appreciate beer. Um, so needing some more bodies, I called up, you know, everybody from, our podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> present company included <laughs> and thank you guys for coming i really appreciate that and joey your wife brooke was awesome thank you she's always awesome she's always awesome um but no so so mike came in and he was talking uh to us about pelican brewing and it was just it was just a lot of fun and that's you know like we were talking about earlier with our jobs it's like this is one of the like rewarding moments of of working in the industry and for me on this side of the industry mm-hmm. is because like the, those three kids, um, I say kids, but they were like 24 years old. Oh, um, those dudes, those two guys and, and, uh, the one guy's girlfriend, they, they had a fantastic those dudes time. and dudette. <laughs> I don't know. I call everybody dudes. So those dudes and, and the dudette, you can be a dude, you can be a dude. um, but they That's had a fun. great time and they, they were like, you know, after everything was said and done, they, they <laughs> were like asking Mike all these questions and just like, you know, really getting into you know, mm-hmm. like how the certain beers were made. And, yeah. you know, I thought that was just fantastic. It was just so much fun. And, you know, it just, that is fun. It's fun. Cause yeah. you, cause then like you get to kind of, so you've sparked kind of an interest in some of the local community. With your L's beers class, with your beer classes, and so it's fun to. It, it'll be even more fun, you know. Hopefully, they'll come back again and like start doing more and yeah. tell their friends and you know, kind of like turn this into a little thing that I mean, you, you it's something you guys do on the regular, right? So then, uh, yeah, we're or you're hoping, wanting to do on the regular, yeah. At least, right? We we do wine classes on the regular, but we're wanting mm-hmm. to do beer classes on the regular too, because you know, beer is good, mm-hmm. it's tasty. Well, I mean, the, it's there's there's a. Um, well, like you said, it's just a whole another category of something to drink, right? I mean, yeah. and when there's people that have knowledge in it, and especially in the Pacific Northwest, I mean, there there's a plethora of brewers out there that, I mean, 
this is <laughs> that have all this knowledge and all this product that they're just they want you to drink it they want you to try it because they want to sell their product to you and they're yeah. more than happy to tell you about it so it's fun to get people to come out and and share kind of how it's done and how it's made and then who knows you might see how easy it is and you might start making your own beer yeah I think or how hard it is a, and challenge yourself whatever. i think we should do a live from the well beer yeah that would be fun i want to do i want to do yeah that'd be fun i think it would be great life from the well pilsners <laughs> <laughs> that's actually harder to be i think we'd have to start with an ale last call y'all <laughs> So, last call. So, for those of you who are interested in checking us out on social media, um, please go to www.lifefromthewell.com. And for those of you who are interested in being guests on our show, please go to lifefromthewell.com forward slash guest and fill out the survey. (laughs) Go go to lifefromthewell.com forward slash guest and fill out the survey that we have there. Uh, Simple questions like who's your mama and what does, or no, who's your daddy and what does he do? Stop. <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he you do? You said that already. You don't need to keep saying it. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fill out the questionnaire, you guys. It gives us, uh, if you want to be on the show, go fill out the questionnaire. It gives us a quick little background on you and it helps us ask you better questions in the con- in the actual podcast. So we don't have to ask you those stupid ones that we ask you in the questionnaire. So just, it's simple. Go do it real quick, and then uh, we'll get to you. And, you know, (laughs) as as Joey just enthusiastically stated, um, (laughs) bring the energy. Mm. (laughs) That wasn't energetic? I thought it was doing pretty good. No, that was not very good. That was not pretty good here. (laughs) What are you even talking about anymore? (laughs) Oh. But no, uh, come <laughs> come find us on Instagram, uh, Life from the Well, at Life from the Well. At Joey from the Well. <laughs> at Peter from the Well. At Den Mother from the Well. At, at Peter Tobin. At Kelly Hills. At Joseph at H. Christ. Joseph H. Christ. <laughs> Hit me up on Xbox, Joseph H. Christ. <laughs> Woohoo! <clears throat> But no, uh, we want to hear your feedback, everybody. Um, we want to know your thoughts on uh, on the show. Um, what you might want to be interested in hearing. Like, um, subscribe. Like, subscribe. Post. Do all the things on the internet that people always ask you to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, subscribe, leave a comment. It helps us more than you can know. It takes a second and it shows us a little bit of love. Yeah. So thanks, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Life from the Well, full of service industry stories and cocktail history. If you like our show and want to know more, check out lifefromthewell.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Join us next week for another new cocktail and guest.